and we're back on the Gravy Train podcast. Uh, how are you? How are you doing, Sam? My friend, um, I don't mean to cut in, but uh, have you taken a look at the calendar? Do uh, you, uh, no. Uh, you see what, oh, what day it is? Holy fuck. That's right. It is this, fifth This is a fifth episode. Day. This is the That's fifth episode right. of the Gravy Train Podcast. They thought... Welcome, welcome to the Gravy Train Podcast, fifth episode extravaganza. Every five episodes is going to be just like this. Welcome to the Gravy Train Podcast, tenth episode. <laughs> <laughs> they... Y'all, y'all motherfuckers said that we would never make it to five episodes. Yeah, I, I saw all y'all it. saying that. They said we weren't strong enough. That we ain't rapped long enough. <laughs> that's right. They said we couldn't do it. But no, that's right. It's time to party up. It's the fifth episode extravaganza. We're well, partying up. PMX coming through. That's right. Gravy <laughs> Train Podcast. It's going to last forever. You're not getting off. There's no escaping. We are inevitable. There's no emergency breaks on the Gravy Train. Nope, it just approaches a sharp turn and keeps on going. That's, that's the end of the line. Woo! Okay, right, hell you know yeah. Oh yeah. We gotta mark the occasion. So don't think we've forgotten about you. We appreciate all of you guys who tune in, especially the ones who listen to it without us having to send you the link and tell you to listen to it, which is not many of you. Um, <laughs> and so to, to, to incentivize you, we, we decided we gotta mark this occasion with, with with some reward. So we're setting up a raffle for you. Kyle, tell them about the prize. Okay, so to participate in the raffle, first of all, you have to email uh, gravytrainpod at gmail.com with uh, your full name, your address, date of birth, place of birth, mother's maiden name, first grade teacher's name, uh, name of your first pet, social security number, and the three digits on the back of your credit card. Um, but the prize, folks, um, is the first prize is a personalized video message from uh, Kyle of the Gravy Train podcast, and you might think that's that's small small chicken. And let me tell you about the second prize, folks. And I you you might want to hold on to something because we're going to give you an all expense paid trip to Northern Baltimore County via BWI Thurgood Marshall Airport. You get to see. Uh, Gunpowder State Park, um, the the Maryland Line, anything you can imagine. Hunt Valley Town Center. Hunt Valley Town Center. Uh, the, the Northern Central Railroad. Yeah. Uh, hike and bike trail. The Tory C Brown Trail. That's yeah. Um, just almost almost limitless possibilities. So that's right. We're getting you an all expense. Paid. Uh, we're getting you a trip to, <laughs> to Gunpowder Falls State Park in scenic northern Baltimore County, where you will get to spend an entire roughly forty-eight minutes with with Sam and Kyle from the Gravy Train podcast, starring the Soldiers of Fortune. We're going to get together. We will maybe go to Subway and get some sandwiches. No, they close um, the Subway. They close the subway. Okay, we don't have. Uh, we got the Seven Eleven. Yeah, I think. So yeah, we'll get, we'll get uh, taquitos at Seven Eleven. 
and then we're going out to Gunpowder Falls State Park. We're going to toss. We got some old car batteries and three cans of paint that we got to get rid of. And they're going in the trout stream. Um, yes, sir. And you get to ride along. So, come on. But you're not allowed to say anything. Uh, don't, don't mention it to anybody. Don't talk don't, to us. Don't, don't make eye contact with us. Yeah, you, you just, just get in the back of the car and just, just chill out and, and, and we'll maybe tell a joke at some point. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, it, we'll, we're going to figure that out. But that's right. Don't, do not walk, run to your computer <laughs> and, 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 and get, on that, get on that email hotline. Once again, first and last name, uh, date and city of birth, uh, uh, your, your SSN, um, first car, uh, first grade teacher, name of your pet, mother's maiden name. Uh, all that good stuff. Just uh, this is all, you know, legal procedure. We got to get information to uh, verify uh, that everyone is is uh, is legit. Um, and and that's right. And we're gonna put you on a plane. We're gonna we're gonna bring you probably via cargo plane to PWI Thurgood Marshall Airport. Uh, you'll get to 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 take the the Mark train to beautiful Baltimore Penn Station. And and then we're gonna go on a on a beautiful northern Baltimore County adventure lasting nearly a full hour. So <laughs> again, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, couldn't have done it without you. Great gravy train podcast forever. And we want to just give you a token of our appreciation. So please get in on that raffle and make sure you keep tuning in uh for our next extravaganza episode. We're gonna be doing more great uh, giveaways. Yeah. I think. Um Make sure you keep tuning in, because at some point, um, I might buy an actual microphone, and uh, you're going to want to be around to hear it. So, um, yeah, stay posted. I'm, I'm thinking I might buy uh, multiple microphones and just switch them up. Um, yeah. And, and so each episode, I might have kind of different audio quality uh, distortion. Um, I'm, I'm thinking I might also get just a really big speaker to produce just a horrible <laughs> echo effect that you're <laughs> that you have to deal with. Uh, I think that could be a fun yeah. one. So honestly, just just tune in to see if we can ruin the audio quality uh, because I think that's going to be my personal mission. And also to see if uh, I can go deaf in the process of editing these. <laughs> we we salute we salute the work you do, uh, Mr. Producer. Yeah. Uh, you're you're the linchpin of of, of, of Gravy Train podcast, starring soldiers of fortune. Uh, let's uh, not forget the, the the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears of of, of the idea guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we also appreciate our our sound man uh, for 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 pasting it all. For together. trying his best. And um and our intern Ricky uh, deserves a shout out too. Um. He's got to go back to Northwestern uh, soon to continue his studies. But we just wanted to thank him for, for, uh, for being a great sport um, and, and for not telling the cops yeah. about, about the incident. Because we so. said this was like an internship opportunity at like uh, Radio Free Europe. And um, he kind of came thinking he was getting some kind of broadcasting thing. But he, he did play along with it pretty well. So yeah, didn't even didn't even really flinch with all the hazing. Yeah, uh, the hair will grow back. I, I asked the doctor, uh, and so you know what? Uh, all in good fun. The best days are ahead. So just you know, st- stay tuned, folks. Please. Oh man, it feels. Please, we we will kill ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> if you do not give us fifty dollars through 
really anyway, if you just we, we are not making any money, folks. I gotta level with you. We're <laughs> we're in we're in we're in the tubes. You know, we, we are underwater right now. We're not making I I put every penny I had into buying this microphone. And if I don't start seeing some remuneration here, we're gonna be getting the desperate peasants, okay? Basically, um actually if somebody just like PayPal us like fifty dollars, we pro we could we would quit like now. You could retire. You could end this. If yeah. you hate the podcast, you can also give us the money. Yeah. Uh, that's also fine. But, uh, so any means, any means, John Means. Shout yeah, out. How about our boy John Means? Shout out John Means. Yo, shout out to the Baltimore Orioles. We love our birds. The magic is back. It's opening day, the baby. Orioles magic is back. And we're going undefeated this season. I think uh, safe in saying that we're going 168-0. Yeah. Uh, after that masterful performance today against the Boston Red Sox, um, a great away win, a great opening day away win for our hometown team, who I never doubted for a single moment. No, I definitely uh, know all the players and everybody on the team. Yeah, definitely wasn't checking on my phone to see who these guys are because I don't know anyone on the Orioles except for, like, Chris Davis. Um, <laughs> so, you know, uh, I think the last time I went to an Orioles game, uh, we still had, you know, like, Nick Markakis on the team. Uh, is he still on the team? No, no he, he, he actually I'll, retired I'll this year, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah, see, that sounds right. Uh, but... But hey, I have I was more excited for opening day this year than I think I have been in my entire life. Oh yeah. Um, and I was pleased with what I saw. Yeah. I mean uh, uh we we hit well enough. Um when John Means is pitching, we're fine. When anybody else if anybody else starts the game, we're probably fucked. Closers yeah. looked decent. I mean I'm pleased with my guy Ryan Mountcastle coming in with a looking yeah. like the beginning of a strong sophomore season. Oh yeah, uh, you know, like this guy, this could be a new rock for the team here. And uh, it's, I, I think you wanted to make the point also that that double, that would have been a grand slam if we did not have to play in in Boston. Yeah, uh, baseball is it's fucking weird because the stadiums could just be like whatever shape you want them to be. So Boston just gets to have the big fucking wall. Um, any other basic? Uh, I would say any other stadium that's a grand slam. I, but, think, um, I think so. It was a good, good hit. It, it was close too, even considering. Yeah. So, Boston, uh, you're not allowed on the podcast. Sorry. Uh, don't don't say stuff like that because like six of our ten listeners are from Western Massachusetts, and, and we really can't afford to alienate those people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, regarding the numbers, see, we're, I thought when I was when I was like putting all this time into this ship, I was like, oh boy, I'm gonna put this out here, and it's gonna get maybe four people listening each episode max. But no, it's like eight to ten, and that's yeah. like that's like doubling my expectations at least. So. It could be a lot worse than it is. Uh, so thanks, folks. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> just wait, because just wait. Because you just wait until you see what we do when we hit fifteen views on an episode. Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> but but I will tell you, if it gets any worse, 
we will kill ourselves. Okay. <laughs> if, if the views drop off, that's the end of the road, and it will be your fault. And we were gonna we're gonna leave a final episode to to tell everyone, and we're gonna name you because we know <laughs> who all of you are right now. Uh, so you know, I, I just wanna just wanna make that clear that you're all call you're all culpable. Yeah. Okay, we're all in this together. If okay. I go down, you're all going down with me. Uh, point that should be kept in mind. Yeah. Alan, any other any other great baseball takeaways today? I thought we had, you know, baseball. Like, as you say, we, we had some, we had good pitching there. I don't know that we have the the depth to sustain uh, any sort of no, we don't performance on that level. But uh, you know, at least we can count on like one game out of out of three. Yeah, one game out of four, having a, a strong, strong opening half. Um, right. I think the offensive production's looking pretty good. It was, looking yeah, it was, at the it was good. We, we got the job done. I'm getting more, I, I've, been, I've gotten more into baseball recently. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten very into sports during the pandemic and to an extent that I definitely wasn't before. Um, I've gotten into baseball now because, you know, what's it's baseball season. Yeah, it's baseball um, season. And, and so I just watched the three and a half hour uh, Seattle Mariners uh, documentary on YouTube, uh, you know, to learn about Ken Griffey Jr. and Ichiro. Uh, really enjoyed that one. Um, but it really drives home just what a peculiar game baseball is, aside from the stadiums, which we're going to get back to in a minute. <laughs> but um, just like it's such a peculiar game that I think almost more than any other sport, the ability of a single player to influence events is extremely limited. Um, just because of the way positions work and because of the way the batting order works. Is you can have the most talented player in the history of baseball on your team. And it might not do you any good if you don't have the right you know, support structure around. You know? right. you, you, like you're doing a spread of talent. And there's just so much that also seems to depend on just freak chance and luck. Yeah, to the extent that it is, I think it is a more tactical game than a lot of people give it credit for. But there's a lot of it's a weird and unpredictable game, and um, just so much of it is strange. Like I was looking up during the game, I was watching my girlfriend who I didn't seem to know much about sports, so I got to I got to to be uh, not it's not called mansplaining um, because uh, it's cool when I do it. Right. So I was explaining <laughs> baseball. And looking up the the shortest and longest games in history, and the, it's insane. The shortest game was back in like 1926. Uh, I suspect the game might have just ended because they didn't have lights or something. Um, <laughs> but it was 55 minutes long. Huh. Um, and then the longest game in history was in like 1983, I think it was, uh, and that was an eight hour and five minute game that lasted for 25 or 26 innings. And ended seven to six. So apparently they just had a, a tie that they just could not break. <laughs> length twenty five. It was like cannot even. A, there's no way people stayed. Oh yeah. Somebody must have. Like a few weirdos have camped out at that point. But I mean that is an astonishing spread. A seven hour spread in in impossible game length. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I think of is like cricket, where you can have multiple. Cricket is more than that. Games. Yeah. Which I don't have any understanding of that. No, I don't know how that sport works at all. I, I assume that they just kind of pitch tents on the field and just sort of hang out until until the next day. Or maybe one team wakes up first to try to get the jump on the other guys. Right. You know? Um, but yeah. I don't know. But, uh, 
you make the point that baseball stadiums being just non-standard is extremely peculiar. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit more about baseball stadiums. Okay. So, obviously, I was talking about before <clears throat> the Boston, you know, they got the big green monster. Well, that's a little bit boring to me. I mean, it's just a big wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Yankees used to have a memorial to, like, some of their players, I don't remember. I think it's it's just like a plaque and a flag, but it was within the wall of the field, meaning so that like all, it was all in the play area. It's in play, yes. So if a if the ball went back there, it's in play. So you you had people like having to dive behind this memorial <laughs> to get you know a, a ball or something. And um, <clears throat> this is one that I just learned of, actually, is the um, just at the Rays Stadium, um, they just have a tank full of stingrays. Yo, wait! And they <laughs> you can touch them. And yo, it's a touch tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and Peta asked them to get rid of it. Uh, <laughs> evidently, they have not. The Ray tank will be closed for the 2021 season. The Stingrays remain visible from the Budweiser porch. <laughs> oh my god, wait, that rocks. Baseball this, season. This combines two of my favorite things at the moment, which is aquariums and, and baseball. Um, the Ray's touch experience is the first of its kind at a professional sports venue. The 35-foot, 10,000-gallon exhibit is located just beyond the right center field fence at Tropicana Field. Wait, hold on. I just yeah, found so a... Wait, can you hit a, can you hit a home run? I just found a video of it. Hold on. I'm watching this it right happened. now. I'll link it to you in a second. Oh, okay. Did you go? <laughs> it's into the Ray tank. Wait, hold on. Oh, they, have a, they, have a, they have a net above it. So it just the ball just kind of rolled in there. But... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I was trying to show how cool baseball was earlier today, so I was just showing my girlfriend that video of Randy Johnson blowing up the bird. Yeah, I love that shit. That's a great... That guy was a freak, dude. He was like six foot what? He was tall as hell. Randy Johnson? Yeah. He was like six foot ten or something, I think. Fucking hell. Six ten, yeah. That's... I mean, God, I'd be... Nicknames the big unit. Just like his fucking wingspan must have given yeah. him so much uh, leverage on the ball or whatever. Guy who knows Randy Johnson's height off the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> new new type of guy on the <laughs> baby train podcast. <laughs> I figured it was close to that. Uh, man, that's nuts. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like I feel like uh, on stadiums. I know I'm obviously uh, biased. But uh, I don't see what park could could possibly top uh, the fabled uh, Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Yeah, that's a beautiful stadium. Oh yeah. I mean, come on! It taps into into Baltimore history right there on the harbor. You know. You got the warehouse. The warehouse. You got like that street running. Utah right Street. Like, Utah Street running right through it. Ah, that's a nice <laughs> park. Unfortunately, you know the Orioles play there. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, um, 
No, I was trying to describe the Orioles today. I was, I, and, and uh, the, the analogy I best came up with is that they're kind of the Knicks of baseball. Uh, yeah. In that they've got a horrible owner that just refuses to sell the team and uh, won't invest in actual talent. Right. Uh, do you think that's fair, or am I off base with that one? I mean, to, to be honest, part of it is actually just the Chris Davis thing that's happening to us right now. Like, I think a fair piece of it is the Chris Davis situation, which is just... Astonishing. Yeah. um, Just how much money can you pay someone to just do fuck all? Somebody who doesn't even play... Doesn't even play very often anymore. He's a DH who can't hit. I mean, isn't that basically... (laughs) Yeah, and he's he's a subpar first baseman or a designated hitter who doesn't hit... Like, so, it's, just, it's just trying to prevent him from doing damage at this point, right. while he is, like, I think far and away the best paid player on the D, right? Yes. Very much. Christ. It's like a new um, uh, Bobby Bonilla situation. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, like, I don't think we can get rid of him without also having to pay him for 40 years, you know? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Can't believe they did that shit. They should put me in charge of the baseball team. They need to bring back Wei Yin Chen. That's facts. <laughs> People are saying he's washed, but he's back. He's doing numbers back in Asia, I'm told. You know, the internet. Adam, look him up the other day. Adam Jones was playing in Japan still, I think. Oh, I miss Adam. He was cool. He was the coolest yeah. Oriole for a time. I mean, it was also really cool with Manny Machado. It was just, I didn't realize how, what a dirty player when he was. he just being a dickhead? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, was, that's fucking fantastic. I love that shit. <laughs> I mean, I, he was. I think. I think everybody loved him. Like, I think I saw more Machado gear like back when that during that two year period when the Orioles looked kind of good. That I think more of that than anybody else. You know. Yeah. Baltimore loved that guy. Yeah, he's great. <clears throat> yeah, I, don't know, so I, I think the natural, you know, response here is if we got a bit of a talent deficit, then uh, gotta modify the stadium a bit. Right. I think you know if, if we're if we're saying no holds barred, do you know whatever the hell you want with your stadium, uh, you know, yeah. then uh, we should uh, just put up a, a big old wall or dome or net of some sort, okay, to uh, prevent the other team from hitting any home runs. Okay, and I think uh, that seems fair. Yeah, and maybe um, I don't know what what would you do if we made it adhesive? Like, what's the rule if the ball gets Stuck to it. Is it a foul? <laughs> um. Well, I I think it would just be an automatic double, right? Where like if. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. it's probably better that way because if it's bouncing back off the dome into the field, all sorts of crazy stuff can happen. Right. Probably better to just put up a big sticky dome over the field. I think. Yeah, I think so too. Or it be retractable. If we just surround the whole field with a tank of stingrays. Hmm. <laughs> what if we filled the field with uh, Orioles? <laughs> There's too many Orioles on the field. <laughs> gotta, gotta cancel the game. <laughs> Whatever we're losing, we gotta fill the field with Orioles. Yeah, just unleash them. Ton of uh, birds onto the field. A lot of birds. They all know that they're, they're like slashing at them with the bats, but there's too many. They're being <laughs> overcome. 
And we haven't been feeding them, so they're pecking at everything. Right. They're drawing blood, you know? Just hungry, man-eating Oreos, you know? Of course. That's an idea. I, th- I think I'm picking up what you're laying down. Maybe we should um, fuck around with the atmosphere in there. <laughs> Just make the air really thin. Yeah, well, only when we're at that, I'm thinking, you know, because it's like Colorado, you know, it's you're, it's easier. You got less wind resistance, you know, you're pitching faster, but you're hitting harder, you know. So maybe we've got to do some analytics and figure out, you know, when we should when we should pump that air pressure up, make it heavy, <laughs> <laughs> tropical in there, just slow things down, you know? Yeah. Like, you're, you're, you're trying to hit that ball through just a, a solid wall of air. You can cut it with a knife, you know? We got uh, air pressure like eight atmospheres right. in there. And then like what are they? on the surface of Jupiter. What are they going to accuse you of? Are they going to say, oh, that you're messing with the atmosphere? Uh, then they sound like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> oh, we can't breathe. <laughs> 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 and all the orders place have like oxygen masks on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We we pump it back the other way, give our guys a little bit of a boost. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe we just get everybody hyper oxygenated before getting them out on the field. You know, we just got an O2 canister just over on our side. <laughs> just taking deep breaths. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, you you seen those videos of oh, what's it called? Those people who just they dive really, really deep in the ocean. Like Yeah, like, yeah. I know what you're talking like, about. What do they call that? I don't know. Deep don't diving? Know. It's something different. It's something special. But yeah, they like found, you know, we get our guys like a cost they can hold their breath for like 10 minutes like those freaks can. We just get a plane for yeah. oxygen and send them out. There. They're not breathing the whole time they're on the field. They're just running on that residual oxygen. <laughs> and then... Well, the rest yeah. of the other team is suffocating. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the team. The other team is just flopping around like like goldfish after the cat knocks over the bowl, you know? <laughs> but we're prepared. That's right. That's right. And then we just say, you know, oh, they're just not in, they're not in condition. Yeah, they're, they're not conditioned. <laughs> it takes, you gotta be built different to play here in Baltimore, you know? Yeah. Uh, these guys, these guys are, they got weak lungs. They're not used to breathing our Baltimore city air. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not used to that Utah street breeze <laughs> that, you know the gale that comes from the, the inner harbor yeah the, the, the dense choking smog that rolls in off the patapsco from the domino sugar <laughs> factory <laughs> from the, the power from the hard rock at the power <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah <clears throat> man, we, we love our baltimore sports folks we really honestly, do honestly yeah i'm feeling good I'm feeling good. Nobody's bringing me down. I never doubted it for a minute. World Series this year? No, it's yeah, World Series all the, all the way in Game uh, Five against um, uh, against the the Padres. Athletics. Okay. <laughs> See, you picked the team that's actually good. I <laughs> uh, I honestly have no standing, no idea of the standings outside of our like division. Uh, so. The Padres are are. are pretty loaded never mind different team <laughs> somebody else uh i mean usually saying the padres would be the correct answer to like a joke team, you know uh, colorado rockies we're gonna beat the rockies okay yeah yeah we probably could beat the rockies to be honest <laughs> yeah um, we, i mean anybody it wouldn't be, wouldn't be particularly difficult right um 
Yeah, I'm feeling good. We, we get the trifecta going. You know, Ravens are coming in at peak performance. I'm feeling good. Sammy Watkins tearing up the field, <laughs> telling everybody about the dark psychic forces that are manipulating the universe, which is, I'm sure, a great locker room presence that everyone's going to be overjoyed to have. I can uh, imagine he's like, everybody's in the locker room, and he's like sitting there over some cauldron. Like. <laughs> <laughs> No, I read this long article of him explaining his his world view uh, the other day. I have you. I think I sent it to you. I, I glanced over it. I did not. I read about the dark psychic voice. That every game is like the outcome is predetermined, but he can like manifest events. <laughs> <laughs> he so if he says like we're gonna lose, then they lose. Or if he says I'm gonna score a touchdown on on period of five. Then it'll happen. Like he, he believes. Okay. But he believes that he's locked in a psychic battle against other players. Like he says, uh, he said at one point that he believes that every game is played the night before while all the players are dreaming. Oh, they're all, okay. They're in the dream. They're deciding the outcome of the game. Um, but he says also what can happen is you can become possessed by uh, dark psychic forces on the field that are trying to destroy you to gain access to, to this worldly plane. Um, okay, so they, they do that through a football game. Yeah, they do it mostly through football, but also through making him an alcoholic. Ah, uh, see, that's tough. Yeah. yeah, if I was like a dark psychic force, I would probably be operating through football as well, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be uh, operating through Premier League lacrosse. Right. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, a deeply fascinating guy. Um, you know, uh, everybody had something good to say about him. Uh, apparently, other people got into it too. Um, like Andy Reid uh, told him to stop haunting his dreams. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> because of that, Sammy Watkins <laughs> says that Andy Reid's one of the only coaches who's ever understood him. Uh, <laughs> You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know. I think. I think we can work with this here. I'm very excited. Uh, <laughs> I think he's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. And I think he's going to get along really well with the guys. Uh, I think. Yeah. He and Tyus Bowser are going to kind of become tight. I feel there's something there. Um, I don't know if Lamar is really going to vibe with the whole psychic forces <laughs> concept. I, I don't really see that. Um. But either way, I'm feeling good about our Baltimore Ravens. We got new acquisition. We we still got all for we got our young young running talent. We still got Lamar Jackson playing in his prime. We got Tyus Bowser. Tyus Bowser. Um, Breakout year. Really good. It, you know, we got Chris Board, who's on the team. He is on um, the team. That is for sure. You know, so Ravens are looking great. Orioles coming out so strong. Um, and so I think. The only thing is, uh, we've got to go and just kidnap the Washington Wizards and bring them back to Baltimore. And uh, we're taking the bullets back. I, yeah, I, I, I want a basketball team so bad, dude. I don't like rooting for DC teams. I, I mean, um, I don't mind the Caps because they're good. And But the Wizards are just such fucking ass. It's and it's and it's, it's they've, they've, they've stolen our team and they're tarnishing its legacy is what they're doing. Right. We need the bullets back. I think if we just changed the name to the bullets, I think they'd start playing a lot better. How can you have Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal and still be a bad team? That should just be enough to make you an okay team. But somehow... Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. 
Now, somebody, I, somebody needs to be somebody needs to be tied up and, and left on the market track. Well, so, um, because like you say, Scott that's, Brooks needs to be fired last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I think if we if we just brought him back to Baltimore where they could play at um the the Towson <laughs> Stadium. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what's the we got um the Royal Farms Arena. Royal, they could play at Royal Farms Arena. There we go. That would work. <laughs> Good one. Uh, yeah, I think they'd start playing a lot better. Also, those uh, the the bullets jerseys sharp. Yeah, the the like Wizards the, wear them as throwbacks every once in a while, but that's cool. That's cool. that's like when um is it the Carolina Hurricanes? Are they the Hartford Whalers? Yeah, they're the Whalers. I love it when they pull out the Whalers throwback and they they play the the brass bonanza. bonanza. Oh my god, I love brass bonanza, man. That song that was um, for a whole day like last week. I was gonna kill myself. Yeah, that song was like my alarm for like uh, a school year, and it made me want to actually <laughs> shoot myself in the head. <laughs> Especially the part where it gets to like the the piano part where it's like do 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 do. Felt like he was mocking me. It's, it's probably the most perfect hockey song, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. It really... That's so good. I'll tell you what, we need more green sports teams. I kind of agree. Yo, uh, what, what sucks is the Eagles. Uh, I was looking back at their old jerseys, the Kelly green jerseys. They, they used to be like, so good, like, a, like a shimmering emerald green. Yeah, it was awesome. And not like a... Bad now, but they they used to be eye catching. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's it's kind of a little bit drab. Yeah. No. Like back to like the '80s uniforms for the Eagles. I think that'd be. I think that's more important than sorting out their uh, quarterback situation or whatever. Um, yeah. You know, I just want to see. I want to see Joe Flacco and Kelly Green. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Let's see that dragon energy on the field. Gotta give him a dragon color. Yeah, something scaly. Anything else? I'm trying to think if if anything else funny happened in the NFL world. Um, recently. Hmm. Well, you got touched on a lot of it already. The Deshaun Watson situation. That ain't good. (laughs) It's not good. It's bad. There's a certain number of accusations. Once you cross a threshold, we can't really pretend that there's anything good that was happening here. Uh, yeah. Now that every woman in Houston is apparently accusing Deshaun Watson of, of assaulting them, uh, <laughs> that's not gonna be, what is that team going to be left with? Because he's eventually they're going to have to suspend him because, like, they've suspended other guys. Well, he said he's not going to play anyway. Um, yeah, he's possibly. What are they left with uh, on that team? Uh, I don't know who's going to play quarterback for them. Did they get Tyrod Taylor? Is that it? They have Tyrod. Yes. Okay. Um, who gets his redemption arc after the shark? The punctured lung incident. Try to murder him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, David Johnson becomes the uh, face of the franchise. Right. Sorry, gonna move this cat. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, I mean they are really, really fucked. Um. Nothing they can really do about it either. I guess Mark Ingram. 
it's to be the face oh the christ i feel I mean, bad for mark time. he doesn't deserve to be there man i mean he's just getting a paycheck he should have gone somewhere cozy not the texans now what the hell are they gonna do i mean he's, he's got what a one-year deal he can show yeah. up in half-assed what are they gonna do he's still getting paid right um, I've heard Houston is Houston seems to be fun. Athletes seem to like it, uh, <laughs> except for everybody who always wants to leave Houston. Yeah, other than literally everyone who's trying to flee the city, uh, <laughs> I, I only hear good things. Yeah, about Houston, Texas. Have you seen how shit um, the Rockets are now? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the cities are just free fall across all sports. The opposite of Baltimore, which is ascendant in all sports. Yeah. And the, the press conferences that they make the Rockets manager. <laughs> right. I haven't seen that. Uh, hold on, let me see if I can find this shit. Well, you gotta describe it for our listeners. Well, it's like he he's like just like head in his hands, just like like he wants to die. Um Yeah. <laughs> oh yo, we come back to that, but we moved on from baseball before I, I got to mention uh the coolest player in baseball history other than Ichiro. Um, you know, that I just discovered today uh, for opening day. Um, and, and some good folks on Twitter introduced me to Rube Waddle, uh, yeah. a player who would uh, leave the game to go fishing, uh, would, would run off the field chasing after fire trucks, uh, would, uh, in the offseason, like to wrestle alligators in the circus. Uh, and would become easily distracted by shiny objects held up by the crowd, which put him into a trance-like state. Uh, and, uh, I just I think we should be doing more to highlight great neurodivergent athletes in our history, and this guy is is astonishing. Um, apparently, he was uh, an actor also in his off time. Uh, but he was just totally unable to memorize lines, and so they just let him improv in every show when they're putting on these plays. And um, apparently the, the most uh, well-regarded of all these performances was one where he lifted up the villain and just threw him across the stage <laughs> as far as he could and just broke him, uh, which, which, which just rocks. Man. Yeah, that's, that's great. I look at it, there, there's so much great stuff here. They pulled out all the highlights. Uh, he was once, uh, he was roommates with another guy <laughs> on the team uh, named O.C. Schreckengast, which I assume is just what everyone was named back in 1905. Right, yeah. Um, um, but the guy uh, refused to share the room with him until they added a contract clause saying that this guy wasn't allowed to eat crackers in bed. And so I can only imagine how weird that would happen. Rube must have been going to ham on the crackers. Yeah, man just rocks um it says he strengthened his arm as a child by throwing rocks at the birds he encountered working on his family's land <laughs> and he helped save the city of hickman kentucky from a devastating flood in the spring of 1912 without elaborating how <laughs> you know um yeah how do you okay there was one incident, apparently, where he snuck backstage at a play. Uh, the play was about uh, Jesse James' gang in Missouri. Um, and so he went backstage and began to, to just uh, shoot a bunch of guns up in the air. Uh, you know, and he shot off uh, 40 cartridges. Um, 
uh, in, in the backstage, you know, and then got, got into some sort of fight uh, and then told the police that he had been in a... Uh, apparently the fight was with somehow like a, a lion at a zoo or, or a circus or something. He, right. Uh, of course. Clawed by this lion, uh, which I, I don't even know. But then he, he, when he, he ended up in a police station and told the sergeant there that he had been attacked by five highwaymen, uh, but, quote, had dispersed them with great slaughter. Um, so, just, God, the early 1900s, that's, what an age for baseball. Everybody was just like, somehow became Dutch then, and... Like, like, even if you weren't before, you just became Dutch, and then you... I don't know, everybody just kind of, like, had those names. Like, everybody was named, like, Gort or something. Yeah, yeah, Van, Van Der Tam, or, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember I was watching it, yeah, the early 1900s seemed like a great time for baseball. I was watching one video on YouTube a while ago about the worst pitching performance ever, uh, which was fairly recent. But it topped one back in 1918. Um, it might have been a Red Sox pitcher. I can't quite remember. Um, but this guy was pitching such a bad game that, uh, like, a couple innings in, he just walked out and immediately enlisted in the Navy. And went, <laughs> off, went off to fight in World War I in the Navy. Um, oh, my God. It's bad professional baseball. <laughs> um, Hell, yeah. You know, different age when stuff like that could happen smell <laughs> <laughs> no, ultimately just like fuck it like i'm going on a boat man yeah hell yeah you know it sucks that they freed that boat from the canal yeah they should put it back that was the first good thing i feel i was getting positive energy from the boat Right. And I'm worried that by um, by removing the boat, I'm worried that we may have freed a great evil which was trapped in the Suez Canal. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, there was some kind of energy uh, in that it canal. Was the, it was the, the curse of the pharaoh, you know. It was uh, the, the, the 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 long arm of the great king Tutankhamun yeah. moving the, the MV ever given into position to hold back the malevolent. <laughs> of uh, Osiris or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And Brandon awesome. Frazier was going to be there. Uh, Brandon Frazier was going to uh, go on the boat. Yeah. Shout out Brandon Frazier. Sorry yeah. that you got your life ruined by uh, that divorce. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. Uh, he's back on his feet. So, yeah, doing, you know. Great. Him and... Uh, and Ben Affleck. Are... Yeah, but I got more respect for Brennan Frazier than Ben Affleck. Yeah, no, I, I agree. He's had a a longer way up, if you will. Yeah. Uh, ben Affleck's just kind of seems like just a little bit of a predator. I don't know. He's Wasn't he with Anna Darmus? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... No, you can't say anything bad about that. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying I think it's a little bit problematic. It's not. Okay. There's, 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 that would it would be it would be it would be worse not to date Anna Darmus. I, I guess, yeah. In my opinion. Okay, I see where that that angle as well. That's, that's the angle I'm staking out, and I'm sticking to it. 
<laughs> Let's see what else is going on. What's like on the wheel of topics? For a I think it was mostly about Orioles baseball. Yeah, I was going. I was talking about baseball for a while. Just looking at Brendan Fraser now. Yeah, we got we got a good run out of. Or, oh wait, we need to talk about the pedophile rapist thing and Nestor. <laughs> Nestor, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Nestor is probably one of the weirdest. Nestor, I still can't make sense of it. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I, I I barely understand what's going on. Just his fully grown, so- Cuban son. <laughs> Yes. Oh, why is he? I. I don't like any of it. Uh, it. It's pretty astonishing that he was the only guy to vote against the anti-sex trafficking. Yeah. You would think that, like, at that point, you're like, I'm making this a little bit too obvious, you know. But then, maybe you're thinking, you maybe you're getting too into the 4D chess, and you're thinking. Yeah, well, no one would expect a sex predator to be dumb enough to vote against the anti-sex trafficking bill, right? I mean, it's <laughs> too obvious. So actually, by voting against the anti-sex trafficking bill, I'm ensuring that no one ever thinks I'm a, I'm a sex trafficker, right? Right. Um, but I, I, apparently that didn't work at all. Uh, uh, it was just so awesome how just instantly, like, he just started spinning into just the most like deranged and ineffective defenses of I'm being I'm, I'm being targeted in a giant scheme by by the Department of Is Justice. it even wrong? <laughs> the FBI is is actually trying to prove my innocence or, or like I hardly understand it. I, yeah. Got to wow. give a shooter shoot though. So What a freakish looking man. Like just of all yeah. the politicians, he is one of the like weirdest looking NPC looking guys out of all of them. Imagine um, you Nestor, and then this guy shows up and adopts is he, you. Is he now like the top result if you just search Nestor? Or I mean, you can find his, na- his name pretty easy if you just search Nestor. It's Nestor Galbon. So weird. I'm just like, what's the age difference? Matt Gates is only what probably in his forties. Yeah, looks like it. And this guy's probably like twenty now. I don't know. Oh, looks... this guy's mad, I think. What? I don't know. Hang on, I'm, 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 I'm now I'm stuck reading fucking articles about about Nestor. <laughs> it's just such a <laughs> Nestor. It's, it's just the just hauled him out too. I don't... What was even the point of him hauling him out? I can't even remember. I don't know. Nestor is like a name of like a fucking. Nestor is like a fucking Skyrim character. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. Uh... (laughs) Okay, claims that he was a teenager when he voted no on the anti-sex trafficking bill. Uh... (laughs) God damn it. Um. Man, it's just like, I know I say all the time that I just expect all of these politicians to be, you know, just absolute freaks. Right. Uh, what, why does this guy's face look like this? I don't know. Just, and he's, he's another weird standing guy. None of them know how to stand, yeah. None of them 
do a normal stand. Um, but it's like, look, I say all of these politicians are demon sex predators and rapists, and I basically expect it. But then I still can't help but just be amazed every time it gets validated as, like, just these people are absolute scum of the earth, you know? Yeah. Um, just, they're pushing the envelope for each other, really, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like, how brazen can you... Yeah, I mean, well, I think we're, we're we're approaching, like, this event horizon here, right? Where it's going to be like, yes, he molested his secretary, but he wasn't uh, sex-trafficking Filipino women. So, so, you know, ultimately, not that bad. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what we're cruising towards before long. Um, I, think, I think that seems to be the way it's going. Yeah. And... <clears throat> I mean, the only the only good thing I would say is that every time Andrew Cuomo gets accused of something, he he makes it easier for me to get a vaccine. Um, so you know, I'm now one week out, basically. Uh, you know, there you go. They were getting the legal weed coming down. Uh, not so exciting for me, but good for other folks, I think. You yeah. Know? So keep keep it coming, ladies. Um, yeah. Most importantly, keep listening to the Gravy Train podcast. And and don't forget your chance to enter our raffle um, to win a, s- a couple expenses covered trip some, to Maryland. Some expenses. To Northern Baltimore County uh, and to, to Gunpowder Falls State Park, one of the finest uh, trout fishing rivers in, on the East Coast. Um, uh, where we're going to be just dumping old old car batteries in there illegal uh, dumping one of the plaguing issues of, of the county it definitely yeah uh, and, and and a very fun one too we would drive down to the ocean to toss these but it's such a long way and paying the bay bridge toll yeah it's, it's ridiculous um so instead if we can go to you know pristine state park and natural reserve uh, and do it for free that's just that's just sensible, folks. Or we could go to like just like a marsh on the eastern shore and just. Uh, what if go. we went and dumped them in the reservoir? Yeah, that's already been done. That's true. Everything's in there. Some retires in there. I forget which uncle it was. Mom was telling me a story one time about uh, one of her cousins who, uh, back in the eighties, uh, two of them they had their truck and they went. And they stole a Ronald McDonald statue from from a drive-through down in uh, Cockeysville, I think. Right. Uh, ended up ended up in in a in a low-speed pursuit uh, over this incident, apparently, and ended up having the. From what I'm told, I've never checked this myself, but we might have to look into it. Apparently, went and uh, had to dump the statue uh, under the bridge, the Lock Raven Reservoir. Hmm. Um, and I'm told, I haven't verified, but I'm told that to this day, uh, Ronald McDonald's keeping a silent sentinel over, uh, the, over the Baltimore City Municipal Water Supply. Um, so maybe we got to go do a little bit of a, spelunking. A pilgrimage. Yeah. Sounds like those guys were doing a lot of dudes rock stuff uh, back in the day. Uh, there's another one about how back in the 80s, the, the school day was dragging on a bit too long at the old high school and so uh, my man went out to his trunk and and uh pulled out his rifle and just uh shot a couple holes in the water tower oh yeah and, uh, apparently the building lost you know water pressure after a little bit and they uh they let everybody go for the afternoon uh 
wasn't, sounds like a wasn't there like a more recent incident of somebody just like pulling out a BB gun and shooting at the school or something? Maybe I don't know. I remember somebody uh, tried to kill somebody with like a twenty-two handgun at a football game. Uh, yeah, I, I also remember that there was a guy only a year above me actually who had. I think he only got suspended for this, but he had a hit list and a shotgun. I'm not even kidding. Didn't bring oh, the grounds. He no? didn't bring the shotgun to school, and I think that's like. But he had pictures of this gun that he would show to people, and like a list that he would carry around and write names on. Yeah. See. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Um, maybe something should be done with that one. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's. A, I, was, I was telling this story earlier. It's incredible to me, like how low the penalties are for so much stuff. When it's like, one time when I was like in middle school, I got scared because I had like forgotten a pocket knife in my backpack from like a Boy Scout trip or something. Yeah. And so it was just in my locker all day, and I had this like irrational terror that like somebody was going to search my locker, find this pocket knife, and I was going to be expelled or something because I was just such a stupid, timid. By the book kid who didn't understand anything about how rules work uh, and then meanwhile it's just like yeah a guy like guy of my grade who got like pulled out the class of like i think it was my i don't remember guy got pulled out uh he was like in his car it was like you know uh, massive quantities of of um of weed he had coke he had scales like all of it you know oh, just yeah. like obvious intent to distribute thing and like he was back a couple months later you know it's just like yeah yeah do plenty of plenty of people i think who still keep guns in their cars even though they're not supposed to you know yeah i wouldn't like, doubt it i wouldn't know nothing about nothing but uh <laughs> yeah man it's weird up there it's a funny place but um but yeah you could Enter our, enter our raffle and come see it for yourself. Yeah, see it firsthand. Don't don't listen to what I'm saying about it. Come see it for yourself. Climb the abandoned silo. Oh yeah, you can do that if you want. You can um, um go to hang out on the uh, on the collapsed bridge. Yeah, uh, the bridge that burned down and they just never replaced. Yeah. Um. What other cool stuff do we have? There's not a lot. Go, go, on the, uh, go on the roof of the school. Oh, yeah, you can uh, do that. Yeah, Go into the water tower if you want. Yeah, climb up the water tower. There's lots of stuff you can climb, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, go go into, the, into the burnt down elementary school. I was about to say that the ruins of, 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 of the, the torched school you can uh, spray paint funny stuff there yeah yeah we'll do some we'll, we'll get some spray paint uh once we're done dumping our regular paint into the gunpowder river we take our spray paint and go and and, and do some 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 cool tags like uh we'll I do hope... we'll do gang stuff yeah i hope but uh i mean they they actually somebody paints over it every once in a while actually kind of lame because somebody painted over some relics that we left it was kind of stupid uh boring they don't let anybody have any fun anymore you yeah know? it wasn't even like we painted anything that like heinous i mean mm -hmm. there was no hate crimes or anything 
I'll leave it at that. Man, the yeah, ops. Uh, exciting stuff to do up there. Right. Yeah. Anyway, you can uh, just email all of your critical. You know, actually, if you just like, uh, just open up the safe and just take a picture of every document that you find in there, and just fax that over. That'll work as well. Honestly, any any bit of information you want to come up with bank account stuff yeah basically anything that might help us verify your identity because we want to make sure that we're only getting getting a a real a real cool guy you know yeah right to verify we're gonna need all all the details we get Um, honestly biometrics if we can get some fingerprints um, yeah any source of dna if you have any kind of data that you think that the Israeli government might find of use, you could pass that our way as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, be a good one. Be a good one. Yeah. Just, I, you know, uh, avail yourself of this opportunity. But yeah, this is exclusive. Um, we don't invite just anybody to, you know, to come up to Baltimore County with us. So if you want the adventure of a lifetime, you know, the choice is yours. Act now. Do right. not wait. Um, Get your little hands on that keyboard. Those freaky little hands of yours. Your <laughs> fruity <laughs> ass hands. Uh, <laughs> so that was the fifth episode of the podcast. The fifth episode extravaganza. Um, maybe, maybe this has gotten better. I don't know. I think it's at least not getting worse, right? Yeah, we've at least plateaued. Yeah, well, you know what? It's uh, like they say about the plateau. It's, uh, they got one of those in Maryland. Yeah, it's like they say about the Piedmont Plateau. That's, that's what it is. Maryland. Uh, eventually, you're going to hit Appalachia. That's That's right. There's ups and downs. This, this podcast is is going on on the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> yeah. Once we climb our way out of Harper's Ferry, there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah, pretty much. So, fifth episode. That's right. Number five. Still out here. Sank. The big, the big five point oh. <laughs> Season one, episode five. That's the one they. That's everybody said. They say you know they look at any great show, any great series. They say what was, what was the defining episode? What was the make or break? And they say, yeah, I'm thinking season one, episode five. Um, right. Would be the defining moment when we knew that we were dealing with something great. Um. So. Yeah. Basically, now is when you're supposed to realize that this is something that we're breaking in the new territory. Untrodden ground. Okay. We really, uh, we always drag it out in the end, don't we? We should, uh, yeah. figure out some way to see us sometime. No, uh, maybe not. No, I don't, I don't think so. Fuck it. Yep, we'll this is live. the end. This is the end of the episode. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs>